Welcome to Being You 365. My name is Sandra Trauman. I am your host. And today I have the pleasure of introducing to you someone that I've met um, over the past year. He is a husband, father, man of God. You'll hear him do his own introduction. But let me just say one thing. Jermaine drops so many nuggets in this conversation that if you have the time listen to the whole podcast you will be blessed you will have things that you can take away from to help you grow and truly the journey of being you for this gentleman right here has been a blessing to others he has so much to share so with no further ado i am very blessed to introduce to you jermaine and please again Stay for the whole length of the podcast. Thanks. Can you tell me a little bit about yourself? What would you like for me to tell the people? Um, you can tell people about me that I am uh, I'm a husband. Mm. Uh, I'm a father. All right. Uh, a man of God. I met you on Facebook. And in meeting you, I started to see some of your posts. And one of the posts that I've been noticing has been you getting in your car and you having a conversation with the people. Um, and they've been very inspirational conversations where you try to use your experience in your life as a platform to try to encourage others. Can you just tell me how you came up with that idea and how has that been for you to actually do those posts? Well, those those posts have been something that I, I've been doing for I want to say the better part of five years consistently. Um, initially, um, it was about really trying to allow people to come into my life, and it was at it was at the encouragement of of uh, of one of my coaches uh, in order to open up to be more um, transparent. To, to just the public or somebody who may um, be seeking my help or somebody like me who they can identify with uh, more so on you know maybe my plight in life but also okay listen this is where I came from but this is where I'm at so it's possible and initially that's what that was and then what it turned into was uh uh, it, it, it just kind of it kind of transformed into a matter of um, discipline to one do it all the time because you know <laughs> people aren't liking it or commenting you know yeah. I don't get feedback like that um, so at times you think is anybody even listening mm. and then you you get messages here and there and people saying how much it helped them and and you know they'll they'll private message me and and, and say things like that. So it became about okay. Let me let me keep delivering because there's somebody out there that needs that help. Yeah. Um, and then after it turned, it, you know, it just kept. It really just kept growing into something that was. It, it just became a part of who I was, and and now, I just kind of talk to the camera every single day when I leave in the morning because I, I get up at one thirty, and then um, by the time I get out the door, it's you know two thirty. 
and um, you know, it's really it's really just a place for me to have a free conversation um, in a judge-free environment. So when you say you get up at 1.30, where are you going that early in the morning? So I get up, um, and that's another story in itself, but I get up, um, I, I, you know, I do all my grooming and whatnot and get ready to go, and I jump in the car, and I'm, I'm headed to the gym. I'm headed to the gym. I'm, I'm getting to the gym by about, it's about 15, 20 minute, about 15 minute ride, 10, 15 minute ride for me. So, um, you know, I'll get in the car and I'll start recording. And, and by the time I'm done recording, I'm typically, you know, arriving at the gym and ready to go inside and, and, and get my body in line with my mind. So you're a triathlete, correct? Yes, I well, I did my I've done two triathletes, but yes, I I, I guess you can call me one. Yeah. Okay, because I think you, you you've also done an Ironman, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, I just finished my first Ironman, um, six hours thirty twenty nine minutes, I think, and then um, I have another one coming up in March. Okay, which Ironman did you do? The half. Okay, the half. Yes. Okay. Well, congratulations. Thank you. I'm a land creature, so you ain't gonna catch me in the water. <laughs> it's, it's, surprisingly, the water was my biggest anxiety, and then it ended up being like probably the funnest part. Yeah, you can say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. I, no, I totally get it. It's, but it's, I, I, I don't think I, I've encountered running gives me a peace of mind, uh, but being in that water is a different. Uh, it's a different feel completely. It feels so isolated. You just, you feel so free. It feels really good. Yeah, I feel isolated and I feel like I'm claustrophobic. I'm claustrophobic. <laughs> and so I feel like I'm imploding whenever I get in the water and I just, you know, get anxious. So I've been trying to do a triathlon. I have a couple of girlfriends, um, Dolly, Vaughn, you know, they've been getting on me about doing one. I'm like, yay, I'll get to it before I die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, you're not alone in that. I think everybody is, but then once you get in there, it it really, it really, it really does. So, so, so let's let's backtrack a little bit. Um, when you said it's a matter of discipline, so every morning when you get in the car and you turn that camera on, do you have like a script or something that you've already thought about the night before, or are you just freestyling it when you turn the camera on? Um. I'm just talking about whatever I, whatever it could have been off. Maybe something I had listened to. Um, I get up and one of the biggest things that I do is, and my family hasn't complained about it. So that's cool. Uh, is I turn on, usually it's CD Jakes. Okay. Usually he'll have about, uh, he'll have, um, on YouTube, like an hour and 20 minute, like whole sermon. And uh, I'll usually have that blasting on like a Bose that I have in the bathroom or the living room. And there's always something inside of there. Agreed. That's like, yeah, there's just like maybe a little nugget that I'll get. And I'll be like, wow, I was like, all right, cool. That's what I'm going to build on today. Uh, but if I don't get that nugget, um, 
I just try to have a conversation about something that's real and relevant that that has helped me, that has has you know positioned me a little bit further than I was the day before, made me a little bit better than I was the day before. So mm. I'm not, yeah, I'm not coming in with anything prescripted. And in the house, sometimes I'll, I'll think of something that I, I'll be like, oh man, that'd be really cool to talk about. And then by the time the camera comes on, I usually forget it, hundred <laughs> percent what that was. And I just, I'm like, okay, this is, you know, this is where my heart's at. This is what I want to talk about. Um, this is what's resonating, you know, strongly with me now. And, and, and that's what I dive into. You know what? That is so true because even in doing this podcast, um, I've always had, you know, thoughts of what I wanted to discuss, even in prepping for our conversation. I think we kicked around a couple of ideas, but now it's pretty much whatever's on the top of our head and we're just free flowing. Like I may have certain points of where I want to be, but based on what you say, I take notes and then I just kind of build off of that. And I think that's the authentic piece of you know, this freeform dialogue that we have. And again, I'm just very happy that you're so transparent with me in, in participating in this dialogue because I think that's what is so powerful about our interaction and about building um, rapport with people is to have that innate, that real type of flow that you can build off of. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's it takes. I mean, letting letting things take on a life of its own is 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 key number one. Not trying to tame, you know, the thoughts or tame my heart. Um, was really it was honestly it was really hard for me. A lot of people were like, ah, how do you do that? I was like, it's yeah, it, it's not easy. Um, but it it was huge in my breakthrough being so transparent or not trying to tame, you know, or or censor what I wanted to say or how I said it. Um, you know, I think it even makes it easy to, you know, talk to you or, or, or be on your podcast and even have conversations because, you know, I, I'm a strong believer that the person in the room with no secrets is usually the strongest individual. Mm. So just let it all out. It is so funny. You say that yesterday when I was at work, um, I was writing in my journal and one of the words that came out was tame. <laughs> And here you are talking about tame. And when I thought about tame, it was in regards to taming my behavior. I had, I was writing about religion and how back in the days when religion was quote unquote introduced to the people, to the Africans, it was to control us. It was to tame us so that we don't kill the master, you know what I'm saying? Like it was one of those things that were used as control. And when I thought about the word tame yesterday, it was more so the discipline that I needed to control my outbursts. And I thought about the way that I execute in the gym. Like I have to control my outbursts in terms of wanting to do everything, but just focusing in on the body part that I said that I was going to work with versus just unleashing and just, you know, having no discipline and just working all the body parts and then going through what I went through last for the last two years or so, overuse um, injuries, um, shoulder bursitis, where I would work and work and work that shoulder even on non-shoulder days until it got weak and just couldn't handle it anymore. So it's so interesting that you brought up the word tame again 
and I circled it. I'm like, look at God. Because I was just thinking of that word yesterday and how powerful that word is about control, about um, holding and, and just using discipline to stay focused. And the fact that you wake up every morning at 1, 1.30 to go to the gym and to turn that camera on without, without stopping, that is amazing. you've been doing um so over the five years of doing the the conversations in your car what have you learned about yourself Um, 
you know, we all feel sometimes like what we have to say isn't important, so we'll dumb it down, but mm. we might show up anyways just because we said we would show up, but it's like, ah, what I got to say really isn't that important, and it comes across. It, it, it really comes across. Um, I just, I, I've really learned it's okay to just be, be you. Yeah. It's okay to say no. It's okay to say I can't do it. Um, it's okay also to say I'm scared, but I'm gonna show up anyways, and I'm gonna show out, and I'm gonna do the best I can. Um, I've learned that it's it's okay to really be you, and know not everybody's gonna like you. Right. And that's okay. Right. Speak it. <laughs> Preach. You know, not everybody's gonna like you, and and it may not necessarily have anything to do with you. Um, I think one of the most powerful uh, revelations I came to was, and it was probably a video I did maybe a couple weeks ago, and it was because we were having um, we were having some discussions about uh, things that were coming up in within our inner circle, and it, you know, anytime I run into an issue, I kind of just sit back. Um, and, and wait for God to give me an answer. And he, he talks to me fairly quick or gives me some type of revelation about what's going on. And it was about people not liking you. Mm. And usually when we think about people not liking us, we take it to a, a personal level like, oh, you don't like me because I'm doing better. Or you don't like me because my hair is long and yours is short. Or you don't like me because of where I live and where you live. You don't like me. Be it's like there has to be a reason why you don't like me right. in order to justify this feud versus saying, Maybe you just don't like me because you just don't like me. Like, you don't period. Know me. Yeah. So it's cool. It's cool. And we take away that personal element. When we take away that personal element, it's like, it's cool. And we just move forward. But when we put that personal element on it, it's like, oh, you hate on me. You don't like me. Oh, you don't like me because you don't like yourself. Right. Now, maybe you just don't like me. Right, right, right. And, and, and maybe it ain't even me. Maybe it's, maybe it's how I walk. Maybe it's how I talk. Maybe, maybe it's... Maybe it's, it's you. <laughs> maybe it's you. Maybe it's you. Yeah, maybe it's something. But why am I sitting here taking my time out of my day trying to figure out why you don't like me? You don't even know me. It's cool. Yep. Let's go. Yep. Let's move on. I love huh? it. I love it. And that's exactly how I feel. And that's one of the reasons why I enjoy these conversations. And I think this podcast is so critical. I think we spend too much time, too much wasted time, focusing on people and the reasons why we think they don't like us versus just acknowledging you don't like me. You know what? I may not like you either. And we're both going to yeah. be good regardless. Let's move on. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so often we just get caught up in like, it, it, like, Oh, there has to be a reason. Right. And it's like, it's like, no, listen, let's, let's get in the room together. Like let's me, you get in the room together, sit down and let's talk about the reason. And I guarantee there's no reason. Yeah. It just is what it is. But as human beings, we have to justify. It's almost like we have to justify everything. So we justify why you don't like me, so that we can either encourage that feeling of hatred, or we can we can shun the responsibility of it. Versus just saying, "Hey, it is what it is." It's you know, ain't got nothing to do with me. Right. You don't like me? That's cool. Right, right. A lot of people don't like me. Everybody's supposed to like you. <laughs> and you know what's interesting though with within this realm of social media and when you're doing your your posts or even when I'm doing my podcast um the expression that we're expecting if people do like 
what you're saying or your content is to press that like button. And when they don't do it, that's when you think people don't like me. But what we've noticed, and I know you've seen this too, especially with people reaching out to you on your messaging, is the fact is people are liking it, but they're just, for some reason, not hitting that like button, you know, for whatever reason, but they are consuming the content. They are absorbing what you're saying. You're having an impact in their lives. And that's one of the reasons why I no longer um, use the like as a gauge of whether or not people are engaged because I know they're listening to the content. I could see the download files. I could see the count of downloads. You know, this podcast has been downloaded over 300, 400 times and yet I may get a couple of likes but I know the content is being consumed and I think from a social media perspective I like the fact that you've moved away from counting likes and just continue to put your content out there because you know someone needs to hear it the people need to hear it the people are empowered by it by virtue of people reaching out to you in your message yeah, because you don't you don't know what the conversation that we're having right now could very well somebody's listening to your podcast and it just might be that day, you know, where just you know, depending on the length of it, it might be like one little nugget where they're like, you know what, the, the conversation sounds genuine. I'm gonna go ahead and engage it, but you know, there was only one little nugget inside there that I was able to pull away from it and only one person. And I just kind of adopted the mindset that if I can help one person, if one person hears what I have to say, or if one person is affected by my story or um, the way my life has been, then it was well worth it. Mm -hmm. But if I remain quiet, because people aren't, you know, people are, we've learned this. People are voyeurs. They're right. voyeurs before they want to engage. They right. want to watch. Yep. They want to be in, they, they don't want to raise their hand. Right. Um, but imagine that you didn't show up. Imagine that you didn't provide the content that you were providing. And that person was sitting there waiting on somebody to show up. Like somebody show up. I'm over here. I'm in this dark corner. Mm. I don't know how to get out. I'm, mm. I'm facing all these devils, mm. these, these evil demons. I don't know why, but I need somebody to connect with me. I don't know how to ask them. I don't mm. know how to approach them. I don't know how to get it. And, and just by chance... Or by faith that I'm in this, I'm in this spot. I'm listening to this podcast. Mm. I'm watching this video, and wow, it, you know the message gets delivered to me, and it's like you speak life wow. to that person. You speak in life to yeah. that person. Yeah, because you're having a conversation, but it's it's indirect. But they feel very affected by it. It becomes very direct to them, but it's very indirect because you don't know them. They don't know you. There wasn't an engagement of a like or a comment. But it was some way, somehow, it was able to intercept what they were feeling or what they were going through. And that right there has always been the most fulfilling. Like, I get a little embarrassed when people do reach out to me because I'm like, well, I'm not trying to do this. So uh, I want to give you the best of my of what I know. But on the other tip, even though I'm, I, I have a strong, I have a strong faith in God. I'm not a passive Christian. Right. 
I'm not, I'm not a docile Christian. I'm not just sitting back like you don't, you don't, on the head. Ooh, you don't. Yeah. You make some people mad now when you talk about passive Christians because that's a whole nother podcast. Ooh. Well, yeah, I, I just, I just, I feel like I, I feel like it's it's your duty to go out and and take things by demand. I, I'm very familiar with the, the people who orchestrated the Bible, and, and and they were not passive. You know, most of them weren't passive. They were very. They knew what they wanted. They knew what they were called here to do. Now go get that. I know that's right. Go get it. Go get the people. Get speak yeah, speak the truth. Yeah. And I think that's what we lack. We speak. We lack the utterance of the truth like the pure truth because like you said you struggle but yeah you still show up i struggle and yet i still show up because having this podcast my clothing line my training family i mean there's a lot i could be doing with my time but i choose to show up because that's what that's the purpose that god has put in my spirit that's my calling and that's what I choose to do. I show up this way. Yeah, and and when you and, and when you fall into that that like ultimate like strength of knowing who you are and what you what your purpose is, having those conversations like I have in the morning. Yeah, they're not always gonna be like on fire. Just like when I walk into the gym. I'm gonna have more good days than bad, but sometimes I walk in there and I'm like, well, that five pound dumbbell looks like it'll get the job done. <laughs> and uh, that's what we're gonna do today. <laughs> and then sometimes it's like, it's like they don't have enough weights in there. And, right. And that's, that's okay, but you show up, you show up because you know that the potential to catch fire mm. is always there. It's always there. The only time it's not there is if you decide not to. And I would say for five years, I would say five years straight, um, my life has been very consistent about the journey that I wanted to go on. And I wanted to showcase that for people. But I, I knew that it was ultimately gonna, it was, I'm, I'm leaving behind a living literally uh, a living testimony that my kids can watch and review mm. and, and, and take lessons and pages out of that and stuff that even in struggles because I don't you know I talk to my wife about certain things um, but you know when things are really bad you know sometimes I, I just handle that you know in my drive in the morning I, I just handle that and and, and, you know, if I got a breakdown, I break down and then I pull myself together and because that's my time. Yeah. And, and when my children may go back and look at my videos, because there's uh, three, six, nine, 12, 15, maybe 1,500, 2,000 videos right now. Wow. They'll see things about dad that they were like, I didn't even know he was going through that. Um, that would, because... Um, there's a great commercial out there um, that Jordan did. He says, "He says all the championships that I won is it all the game winner winning shots that I made? Is it all the endorsement deals I got? Is it the, the commercials I do? Is it all this stuff that I do that has you believing that it was easy? Because mm. they, they never know what you do in the dark, right? And and so." These videos are, are important 
because my kids are going to be able to see what really happened in the dark. And the crazy thing is, I don't think I've ever did a morning video where it was light because I'm always up when it's dark. Right. Yep. I don't, I don't care what time of year it is. Three o'clock is still dark. Yeah. I don't care. It could be winter, spring, summer, fall. It's still dark. The sun comes up after I'm already out the gym. Yeah. I'm done. Mm. I love the legacy that you're leaving behind for your kids. Where? So outside of Facebook, where are you posting your videos on like YouTube? Like where are you posting your videos? I, I send them all of them on YouTube uh, just because that's probably the only place I can find that could, you know, that can store them. Um, so if anybody ever wanted to see like an archive of my videos, they could probably just put Jermaine Robertson in there and, you know, literally see everything. Because when I save them, they go to Facebook. Like I have a, a routine of I save it to Facebook, then I save it right into uh, my YouTube, my YouTube channel. Okay. And then I put it in my, 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 uh, my cloud, but that's even, that's a part of my morning routine. Um, you know, there's just a lot of things that I do in the morning, um, just to kind of stay in that cadence. I'm definitely going to put your YouTube channel link on the podcast so that my listeners can go and look at your archive. Cool of your videos because I think that is just such a body a wealth of body of knowledge and a body of work that you've done wow. over the last five years to, to continue to put that type of content out there is not only admirable it's just amazing I mean wow wow, wow. wow. yeah okay. yeah I, I don't think about it like that so I appreciate you saying that I appreciate that um it's, it's just a very it's you know yeah, it's it's no different than what you do when you're you're just trying to help or teach or educate somebody or give them a, a you know a piece of your knowledge and, and maybe they'll put that in their heart, tuck it away, and you know it'll get them where they need to go to that next phase or that next level of life. So appreciate that. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And I think and I think I'm more amazed is because you're not doing this for profit. Like you don't have a brand. You don't have like you know like anything you're just doing it because it's it's out of your heart and that is just that's like awesome for me because even with this podcast I mean there's no money coming out of it it's something that I do because that's just again part of my calling but I just think that because you understand what that is and you've and you've connected to what you are doing you're just doing it like second nature that is just amazing to continuously do that I'll probably keep doing it. Probably, I, I people ask me all the time, like stuff like that. They're like, "So when do you plan on stopping?" It's like I didn't think about that. Mm. I don't know. Do you stop? Do you? I don't. I, I don't, don't think know. we ever stop learning. I don't think we ever stop growing. So I don't think we should ever stop teaching. I don't right. think we should ever stop sharing. I think as long as you have capabilities of doing it and a desire to do it. I mean, if I didn't have a desire to do it, then I, I, I wouldn't, you know, there's things that I picked up and I'm like, eh, you know, I'm just not feeling this. Yeah. I'm not, you know, so I'm not going to do it. I've, I've matured enough within myself because there would have been a time I'd be like, I'm going to keep beating through this wall until it gives and it will never give because my heart's not in it. So if my heart wasn't in it, then I'd be like, all right, this is my last video. I'm done. On to something new. Yeah. But what I've learned through this is that 
when you stay persistent with where your heart is, it always leads you to something else, something greater. And so I'm, I'm, I'm real happy where I'm at in terms of making these videos mm. um, and, and putting it together. I think my only issue is if I run out of memory and I'm like, oh, my phone, <laughs> I run out of space. And I'm like, oh, I gotta erase a bunch of stuff. I hope I don't erase nothing important. Right. That's probably my biggest dilemma is running out of space, but not running out of content, not running out of, of, of stuff to talk to people about because life is a con life is constantly showing us something yes and if you're awake and alert to it then you have something to constantly keep giving somebody else in whatever format you want whether it's video a lot of people ain't comfortable with that whether it's uh uh podcast audio you know whatever whatever it is it, for me i just like to hit things head on and just you know, say, hey, let's let's connect. If you feel the way I feel, then, you know, let's do this. I love it. I love it. Um, so in, in, in parting, like, what are some of your thoughts? Um, you don't, you don't, you're not going to stop. And I love it. I, I, I don't want you to stop because I'm just, I'm, I'm even more curious now to go and look at the archive <laughs> to see all of your, to see all of your past videos. Like, what are some of your parting thoughts before um, we end our conversation? I'm just, oh my God. Like, what are you, what are you thinking about right now? Um, I would say the thing that I'm, I'm probably thinking about the most, like the, the area that I'm, the space that I'm in just in my life, yeah. um, mainly is it's it's very important that you rely on your past accomplishments especially areas where you where you thought you couldn't succeed um like the like the water for me or um you know in my business when i you know me and my wife were talking about it and i and i will say it in a bragging way but i was like i never thought i'd make six figures in real estate right i didn't i i didn't and then i it was like oh we did <laughs> and what i did i was like how'd I do that? Right. And Look at God. How'd I do that? <laughs> so it's like, it's, it's like you, you need to rely on those past accomplishments, those past, um, achievements, because one, I know that there's blueprints, mm -hmm. there's blueprints on how it was built, but there's also stepping stones built into that to show you okay we're gonna use this stepping stone to leverage ourselves into the next phase and we're gonna use this blueprint as a travel guide to get us closer to it and then we'll just keep building on it so for me right now and i think for anybody who's listened to this if i had to say what has been my biggest breakthrough and what i'm really kind of on is making sure that you don't discount your accomplishments because they're there in order to give you encouragement mm -hmm. that whatever you want to get to on the next level, if you did it then, you can do it now. Just follow the same method yes. and do it a little bit bigger, do it a little bit harder, mm -hmm. but always do it out of the kindness of your heart. Always do it with the right intentions. Um, and, and, and you'll you'll get to you'll get to where you gotta go and and I guess I'm gonna leave it with this. Don't ever stop. Yes. 
don't don't ever don't ever in your life if your heart ain't in it i got that i really got that but don't ever stop because you're tired mm. don't ever stop because you're not getting the accolades that you feel like you deserve don't ever stop because other people ain't standing up applauding you don't ever stop because you're not seeing results fast enough um because it took me four years to lose 70 pounds when i could have lost it quicker than that but it took me going through a lot of things to really understand that and sometimes you might not see what you need to see because you're learning what you need to learn yes. in order to maintain that. Yes. So don't ever, don't, don't, I know that sounds cliche, but you'll be doing yourself the biggest disservice if you ever stop and you ever think that what, what you think was impossible is not possible. That is a lie. That is a fabricated lie that, that, that somebody or something is trying to get you to believe that you can do anything. I hope you had the opportunity to listen into my conversation with Jermaine. Let me just say this. In life, we have to continue to be persistent. Whether you are training, whether you are trying to go for a new career or just pursuing new goals, your tenacity will be your victory. Your persistence will be your testimony. Some of those things that we have to go through, like Jermaine pointed out, we have to go through it in order to see what we need to see. We can't rush it. We can't rush getting to the end. Otherwise, you will miss the learning. There are no shortcuts. We have to stay persistent as a matter of discipline, as a matter of discipline to ourselves, but also based on the legacy that we're leaving behind. The way that you are living your life, your kids are watching and they are taking notes. You can only be you if you are authentic to yourself, if you are pursuing your dreams, pursuing your passion in the best way that you know how. Let 2020 be the stepping stone for your better 2021. This is the month of December and you have 11 months to look back and make note of the lessons. I know I have. And 2021 will be brighter for me because I have faith and I will not quit. Thank you for listening to Being You 365. Again, my name is Sandra Troutman. I am your host. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe to the podcast. If you're not following, please follow and hit the notification bell if you're on our YouTube channel so that you get notifications of when I upload new videos. Again, thank you for listening and I'll talk to you next time. Peace.